all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Body of Christ Real Talk. Hola a todos. Bienvenidos a una verdadera charla sobre el cuerpo de Cristo. Welcome, 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 welcome. Appreciate that. Hello, everybody. This is Joseph Brownlee, your host of Body of Christ Real Talk. Welcome to the show. How are ya? How is everybody? All right. All right. What's going on? What's going on? Let's get into uh, some money-making ideas. Let's get into some money-making ideas. Um, several shows ago, I talked about ways to... Uh, Make some extra income without quitting your job and without looking and without, excuse me, looking for a part time job. Sometimes I don't get my words out right. Excuse me for that. And uh, I went over a few things how I'm going to do it and everything like that, you know. But I want to kind of piggyback on that, uh, what I'm going to be doing and some other ideas I want to throw out there that some of you young men and young ladies, uh, young and old and middle age, might be interested in, you know. And uh, I throw some things out there. I don't get paid for it. It's nothing like that. It's just some ideas. I'm not into all that, just some ideas. So, But before I get started, I just want to say hello. You know, I hope you listened to my last podcast, which was kind of a rebuke on my own people here in Chicago, Illinois. You know, Chicago is the way they are because of many factors, not only the individual people, but the politics and all that other stuff like that. If you want to hear some information about that and uh, relate that to your own city, maybe they might have something in common, please go back and listen to that podcast as well. But right now, I want to, in this entirety, I want to get right into how to make some money, uh, the how we could make some money, you know, without quitting your job and without trying to find a part-time job. Now, I look at it this way. If you're just trying to find some extra couple of hundred dollars, these uh Things might not, might not. This, these ways of making income might not be for you. But I'm just basically talking about someone that want to make an extra thousand, maybe up to twenty thousand a month or something like that. There is a way, but it's not easy. It's not simple, and it's nothing guruish. Has nothing to do with gurus. Okay. Now speaking of that, man, it's it's a uh, a trend out there. You. It's a niche for everything. Let me give you an example. If you look up, go to YouTube or even Google, but mainly YouTube, and Google up how to make money in real estate, you will get bombarded with all kind of gurus. That'll start a guru trend. Now, I'm not saying everybody on there is a guru. Some are leaning towards that way, but a lot of them, then you have some not. But it will have a trend of people that are somewhat of an expert on real estate. Whether it's wholesaling, whether it's lease options, whether it's whatever, whether it's traditional uh, real estate, whether it's real estate agents. You often see someone on YouTube that's an expert or a guru means that something that you're an expert on. When you Google it, all you got to do is, I mean, YouTube it. All you got to do is YouTube it. You want to find out a lot of things, how to do stuff, YouTube. And all kind of stuff will come up, mainly gurus, no matter what niche. 
Uh, it could be affiliate marketing. It could be multi-level marketing. Uh, not well, not multi-level. You know that's out of the question. Network marketing. It could be you know uh, e-commerce. It could be uh, you know just a different niche that you're interested in. You know careers. It's going to be a guru or expert on there or so-called expert. I like to call them on how to do these things. Some are legit. Most are garbage. They just teach it or they are just coaches and they don't do it. Let me put it out there. A lot of times you have a lot of so-called teachers out there. They don't do it. Okay. They make a lot of exaggerations of how much money they have made. I don't care if they show you pictures, but a lot of times they are lying. They are making up. I can make a YouTube man and be in a nice looking building and throw some numbers out there or even give you a screenshot of my so-called money, and I will get a crowd of people that will buy into that Kool-Aid. That's just how gullible a lot of, including myself, let me put myself, gullible we can be sometimes when we look at different niches on YouTube, you know. But I'm going to tell you, I have learned, man, because I got caught up in a lot of niches, man. You know, I give people a chance. I said, maybe somebody is really legit. I still have somewhat of a habit of doing that, but I got caught up in a lot of niches, man, doing that. But before I get into uh, what I want to talk about today, some very interesting stuff, and I hope it helps. And I'm going to tell you some cons first. I'm going to let you know that I'm in a library and I'm in a study room. So, and you know, it's good, but the problem is that these walls are very thin, very thin, so very thin. And you can hear all the most, all the sounds of cars going by, the ambulances and uh, the, the, the loud motorcycles that go by. So it's going to be pretty loud. I, it's not a real good soundproof library, very thin walls. And I'm right by a window. It's very beautiful, very very good scenery, but the noise is just uh, very aggravating. If you're a person that gets distracted fast, like myself, it becomes nauseous, <laughs> nauseating at times. And so I want to let you, if you hear those type of sounds, excuse me, I am, it's the sounds, it's not uh, the podcast, it's not the audio, like I used to say in the past, it's just the area that I'm in, you'll hear a lot of sounds and maybe some and, and, and if you get quiet sometimes, I'm going to try to pause if I catch any time a lot of loud motorcycles and uh, maybe ambulances that goes by, I will try to pause it. Okay, so let me get right into this. Now, what I'm also trying to learn now, what bothers me when I'm listening to a so-called person that's trying to uh, uh, give you some information out there on how to better yourself or, or you know, uh, whatever niche it is. What I have noticed that bothers me, and it probably bothers you too, is their long introduction. Now, if they have a YouTube and the YouTube is only 10 minutes long, they spend almost eight minutes in, in the introduction, which I find that a negative with me. So my, my, my podcast is usually very long. So the longer my, uh, what I like about podcasts, the longer my introduction is, I'm going to take longer to get through what I have to say or what I'm doing out there. So all of this takes learning when you're doing podcasts or something like that. Radio, you know, cause, uh, especially when it comes to time constraints. Now I have a lot of time on my podcast. You know, a lot of time I have, you know, I have a, up to three hours or something on my podcast, but don't nobody want to sit there and listen to nothing in between uh, three hours. So that's, unless it's something real beneficial because attention span shortens out, especially when you're older and it's not no music or nothing like that, especially for youngsters, your attention span dies out or, you know, becomes lesser just like myself. So I try not to do that. So it's for each of all that want to listen to it. But if it's about 10 or 15 minutes long, like if I do a quick topic, and sometimes I'm not successful in that. I get a little bit too long-winded, and I apologize for that. And then next thing you know, that 15-minute quick topic turns to 25 minutes because I, I took so much time messing around with introductions and stuff like that, which is good, but it just takes so much of the time that you want to hear about, okay? So I'm learning more. I'm still learning. <clears throat> I'm still learning podcasts and radio stuff like that, so excuse me for that. But what bothers me also, if I'm doing that, 
I know that probably bothers somebody that listened to me. So just imagine. So I can see that those things bother me when I'm looking at a YouTube and I, it's something I really want to hear. I don't care if it's a sermon or, you know, or it's a different niche or something about a business and it catches my interest, interest. But if it's only 10 or 15 minutes long, don't. I hate when you spend 10 minutes on just yapping and yapping and talking and talking or, you know, whatever like that. That's why I don't like uh, a lot of the uh, gurus' webinars. Not that some would call webinars, but when they want to upsell you. And I have learned when a guru wants to upsell, they often have, close to always, have the same line and pitch to give you the chill bumps to get you get you all puffed up. And I talked about this before. Before I get to what I want to talk about, because I don't want you all to get caught up in that. And before they get to the point, it's always a long story about their lifestyle, what you are tired of, you want to do better for your family, you're tired of this, you know, then they go through this and this thing, you know, 20 minutes they went by and you're still waiting. Whenever they go that long, almost nine times out of 10, or you just said nine and a half, there's a pitch, there's going to be an upsell. Before the story comes, they'll give you a little bit enough to water your tongue, to water your lips, to wet your lips, in other words, before they pull out that upsell. So always remember that when somebody tells you, you know, you want to hear about this special way to do this or how to make so much money, then they, you know, the first mistake we make is we put out uh, a website. I mean, we give them our email address and sometimes our phone number and stuff like that. That's kind of not cool in itself, but I got myself caught up in that. You know, they wind up with your phone number and you're getting all kind of calls everywhere, even from some scammers or you get a lot of spam in your email or they just plain out get on your nerve. Whether you you go to that webinar or not, you ever been through that? I have, you know, and I, I, you would think I would think I know better. But anyway, whenever they do that, you ready for that webinar? You get to that webinar. The webinar might get right to it, but before the webinar, a lot of stuff they have told you through that introduction is really all you're going to get, even through a webinar. Just remember that they told you some nuggets of what you must do. If we learn. And I have learned this to take what they already told you, whatever niche it is, through the webinar, and you write those stuff down, or you got a good memory, or you have some type of idea what they're talking about. That's all you need. Turn the webinar off because they go any further than how to do it, the upsell is coming. And it's usually, they tell you before that you can do this, you can make a lot of money. And they kind of get you to think that you can do it on your own, and you can, that you're able to do this on your own, and they give you these stories and everything. But always to the upsell, they always tell you, you know, I'm not, you know, some gurus, you know, they try to sell you this. And I got done this the other day, and it just turned my stomach off, man. It turned my stomach. Ugh. And I messed up because he looked like a nice guy and, you know, whatever like that. Because the first thing he got me on was, I'm not like a lot of these gurus. You know how gurus always tell you a story and everything like that? And all of a sudden, you know, they come up with an upsell. You know, I'm not finna do that. And he talked about it, whatever like that, blah, 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 woo, woo, woo. He got into all that. I said, okay, maybe this guy's legit. Then he started breaking down this about how to make money on Amazon and all this, et cetera, stuff like that. And then how to do this. I'm going to show you all these goodies. And I think that's a webinar. I didn't, I didn't go through the whole two and a half to three hour webinar. But a lot of that stuff was go, he was talking about was very interesting. And I, yeah, I can see it be done, especially with the, uh, the AI stuff, that, you know, that can help you with your speeches and stuff like that. Don't get caught up in that too much, but I'm, I'm going to do a teaching on AI after a while. The, the, the pros and the cons of using AI. If you don't know what AI is, that's the acronym for artificial intelligence. I'm going to give you the pros and the cons of AI, but I'm not going to do a teaching on that right now. You know, it's not even a teaching. It's just my opinion about it. But, you know, he was talking about that. And I was saying, yeah, that's interesting. That's interesting. That's interesting. But, man, 
when he got to, okay, the only thing I'm just requiring, you know, I'm not selling you nothing, but the only thing I'm just requiring you is you to join the community. You notice he said, join a community. So the first thing came to my mind, okay, he wants you to join a community. He put a lot of emphasis on joining the community. Now, you could join many communities. They got, they got real estate communities, marketing communities, e-commerce, any type of community you want to join for free, they have it on Facebook or something like that. There are groups that you can join. Some for free and some for paid, but most of them are free. You know, different groups or different communities, paid and unpaid communities that you can join. Watch out for that as well. But anyway, he was talking about these different communities. That's the only thing he just requires, you know, or not requires if your choice to uh, to come to a community, but not one time, which he could have just said, the only thing I'm going to require, if you're not required, but if you would like to do, it's a paid community that you can join. I do charge. And what gets me, why do gurus have an issue to let you know that the program that they want to offer you is something you need to pay for? Why? Because they know if they say it up front, the majority of the people is not going to listen to them or they're going to turn them off. So they have to pump you up. They have to wet you. They have to, uh, you know, water you up or get your, get your, your uh, you know, get you all pumped up and high first, like smoking dope, you know, free before you start. They start to charge you like dope dealers do. They give you stuff free, then they start charging you. That's how a lot of gurus. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologists recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd. Only at BJ's. See, they keep you coming back. But always remember, and this guy did start charging. Upsell. I turned it off from there. I said, yep, guru. Yep, guru. Now start calculating. Okay, if this guy is charging 2000 and something dollars, it was something like that, for his so-called community where he walks you through everything like they always say. You can look over his shoulder, he'll be right there like they always say. And they always, both basically a lot of gurus, for some reason, usually always have the same type of prices. The odd number prices, 1997, 97, 2,900. It's always an odd price to make it look legit. I don't know how they come up with that. Then they give you all bonuses that's worth over 6,000, 10,000, 20,000 e-bonuses that you can find that stuff and then make up that stuff yourself. They, they'll never give it to you in package because they know they can't. If, if they sent you all their stuff in packages and physical material, They'll run out of business. They don't have the money to do that. So e-books and all that e-stuff is very easy to give away. And it's not worth the thousands that they say. You know, they're, they're, they're not. And they always come up with these bonuses. What bonuses you get with this. And then you get overwhelmed by looking at the bonuses. And man, that's a lot of stuff you get, man. Anytime they go that long with so many bonuses, there's an upsell. That's not free. There's an upsell coming. And I know that. So anytime I get to a webinar and they start talking about certain bonuses you're going to get with them, I say, okay, this is upsell. He's selling something. Something they could have said up, up front, but they never will because they were not, a lot of people would not buy their crap or would not buy their junk. Now, a lot of it is decent stuff, but it's not worth what they sell it for. If you know, sell it for a lot of stuff that they tell you. You can do it yourself. What makes them so better than you that they supposedly done it themselves and you can't and you need them? If we get off on laziness and whatever like that, we can do these things ourselves or sometimes even better. 
But a lot of us always want somebody to hold our hand, and we believe in our mind we can't do it without their help. And that's what a lot of gurus want you to think, that without them, you can't do these things. And then you find out later they're not even doing it. they just coaches. They have been trained to coach. They have been trained to teach, not do what they teach. They are good teachers. They are good orators. See, most of them. They are good orators. You got some that do what they do, but most of them, they're just good teachers and good orators. They make their programs by selling systems, selling coaches, programs, and mentors and stuff like that. Some of the ones that they teach make more than them. I have no doubt. Some of the ones that they teach make more money than they do. But they will have you think, man, no matter if a student made over $45,000 or $100,000, a guru will have you to assume that they even make more than that. Don't buy the Kool-Aid. Don't buy the Kool-Aid. All right? Now, I'm not saying all gurus, but it's too many of them to buy anything. And my point is, you don't have to buy none of this stuff. I'm going to be honest with you. It's up to you, but you do not have to buy None of that stuff. Why? Because of the majority of the time, the stuff that they teach you before the upsell is no different when you're about to jump. It's, it's no different. You already been taught. Okay? So you say, Joe, what do you mean? If they're telling you how to flip a house, how to buy a house wholesale, how to do this, how to do that. And they make a story. They spend a lot of time on you how to do it. And you you write, if you're writing stuff down, you have some type of idea, you can go somewhere else and gather up the same type of information and even more. And then when they come to the upsell, that's your choice, though. You come to the upsell. The, the only difference between what they're telling you and the upsell of the coaching program is they're going. They supposed to be there with you or help you get some deals. And a lot of that might be true. That's why they only talk about their students. And anytime you hear a, 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 a one of these gurus talk about students, turn it off. Turn it off. Say, Joe, why turn it off? That means they want you to join that coaching program. And they only show you successful students. They don't tell you the, the troubles the students went through. And it's not a lot of successful students. Most of them fail. Most of them fail. Out of 100, you might get 10 or 20 out of thousands of students. Most of them fail. But they don't tell you about those students. <laughs> they just show the ones that done pretty good, that done well. Very little done well. But it seems like a lot because some of them have more than others. So gurus are well-trained. They're marketers. It's just like Bill Gates. You know, Bill Gates didn't build Microsoft. Bill Gates didn't make no computer. Bill Gates didn't create Windows. Bill Gates just took that idea, somewhat stole the idea, and marketed it and became a billionaire. He he met he, he done a marketing move over the ones that created it, so he became rich by being a marketer. Bill Gates, just like you're doing with the vaccines, he don't he's not a medical doctor. I don't listen to Bill Gates. Bill Gates is a marketer. He markers markets for Big Pharma because he's got investments in Big Pharma, so he's a marketer. He's a good marketer. Well, he's not very good at that, if you ask me. He's a marketer. So you got to watch. You got to know the difference is somebody that's really making money, somebody that's a marketer or somebody that's a teacher. Don't mean they're doing what they teach it. I can teach a lot of stuff. Don't mean I do it. I just know about it. Don't mean I'm doing it. I can tell you how to make money just like I do now. Don't mean I'm making a lot of money, but I'm giving you an idea how to do it. But one thing that's different with me, I ain't charging you. I ain't charging you. I can make up something or whatever like that and, and, and throw numbers out there and say I made ten or $20,000 a month, you know, and throw some fake pictures out there. And most, a lot of people will believe that. So it's not easy. It's not hard to deceive people. You're taking advantage of people that really want to make some different incomes. And gurus, that's what they do. You know, if they say they're going, why would I have to pay you to pay me $10,000 to find you a deal. Excuse me. Let me say that again. Why would I have to, if you're saying 
Go out there and find me some deals. If you find me a good deal, I'll pay you $10,000 just to find that deal. And you say yes, and you charge me. Why is you charging me? You offer this to me. Oh, I, I'm charging you because I have to train you how to do it or what on the specific deal I'm looking for. Oh, now specific deals. I can understand that. So I, I have to, you charging me, you charging me to find you a good deal because you have to train me on the deals that you are looking for. And the majority of the deals that I do find that you so-called looking for, you make up a reason that, no, I can't use that. That's out of my criteria or I can't do that. After you just sat up there and lied and gave me the criteria of what you're looking for. And then when I bring it to you, it's not what you're looking for. Man, I hear these stories a lot, man. I see these stories, you know. I done went through that a few times. You told me what you was looking for, now all of a sudden you ain't looking for. Now, some of that can be that they say that, and the minute, you know, you believe what they say, they'll take that deal, what you just gave to them, and they'll call that person. They'll search it on Zillow or Redfin, and they'll do their comps or whatever like that. They'll search it and and, and still and, and still make money. It's a deal, but they make you feel like it ain't what they're looking for. But they'll take that same deal, I believe, some of them. See, these are stories I'm hearing. These are stories I'm hearing, Okay. So you, we, we, we have to be very careful with that. So uh, the best way, I believe, to really focus on real estate or e-commerce or affiliate marketing or any niche or any hustle that you're trying to do is get a, get away from all the guru noise and the noise. Stay away from YouTube, man. It's just too many gurus and know-it-alls on there. It's just a couple of them that I listen to now, and they're real legit. They're free. They're not gurus either, and they somewhat makes a lot of money. I don't have no proof on that, but, you know, you got to trust somebody. And uh, they're free. They don't charge you nothing. You get the free courses and everything. I mean it. The stuff that the gurus charge you for, they give you all that teaching free, plus more. And they expose the gurus because they hate gurus. And these, there's only two and sadly to say two groups that I know that do that. Teach you a whole course of real estate free. And they can make thousands and thousands of dollars for it. And somewhat, you know, really do what they say. I say somewhat because I don't know these people from Adam. But I'm just taking what they say about it, you know. But they, I know one thing, they do not charge you. That's sad. And that's just two out of a group of YouTubers. Young. Most of them young and old. They'll tell you what to do. They'll, they'll show you things what to do. But, you know, if you want to get any deeper, whatever that is, you have to charge. Now, I'm not got nothing against no one charging nothing, whatever like that. But I feel, you know, some of them just need to be upfront because all you have to do is take a lot of their YouTube and, you know, and apply it. Take the junk out because a lot of it don't work. People, a lot of sellers are not that stupid. Keep that in mind. A lot of it don't work. And this is how I do it. Take a lot of this stuff that they're what they're teaching. Take it out and apply some of it, you know, and. You don't have to pay for their classes because they're not going to tell you no much more than what they told you on the free stuff they gave you. They just want your money to keep their business. We, If we keep paying gurus, they're going to stay in business. Once you start paying gurus, they stay out of business. Why do you think they bug you so much? Why do you think they email you so much and try to power press you? You know, that time is running out to get their stuff. They want your money. Their concern is not teaching you. They want your molar. They want your money because... You paying them keep gurus in business. Let me say this again. We paying for they, their uh, coaching and all that stuff, which most of it ain't worth nothing. You can find it for free, you know, to keep them in business, to take care of their lifestyles. And uh, that bothers me more than anything, man. Uh, this other guy I was listening to, man, I thought, you know, he might be real cool, but, man, all of a sudden, he's starting to charge. He found another niche in land and stuff like that, and all of a sudden, you know, if you want, he'll pay you such and such a thing if you find a deal for him. But look, 
sure, he has to train you, so he's going to charge you 2000 or something dollars, or you can break it down to so many, pay, three payments of 2000 or something. He's going to train you and hold your hand. Again, another guru saying they're going to pay you $5,000 for a deal you find for them, but you have to pay them for them to train you. <laughs> Man, I don't need to pay you to train me. Just tell me what you're looking for and what not to do and what you're not looking for. That's me. And I'll go out there and I'll find it. But I bet you when I do find it, it will be an excuse that why it won't work for most gurus. It's going to be an excuse on why this property or this land or this whatever will not work. So don't 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 trust a lot of these guys that they're going to pay you. You know, I don't really want to become no student. I don't want to feel like that I, I depend on you to make money. Why? Because I'm not trying to make the type of money that you're trying to make. I'm not looking to be rich. I'm not looking to be super rich. Like I said, I got my ceiling. I got my goal. I don't need all these different softwares. That And a lot of them are good, too. But I don't need that. I have the small ones. I have little software. It's just right when I start using them. I don't need PropStream unless I grow bigger. I don't need, uh, what's the other one? Uh, FreedomSoft. You know, lead generation and all these softwares they got out there. Now, I don't need that because I'm only trying to make uh, something that's going to replace my job and level it off from there. If I make more, then I make more. I don't need that stuff. Remember, whenever, don't ever think you need to make twenty, thirty, forty thousand, a hundred thousand dollars a month like a lot of these people say they claim they make and they don't. And they don't. They claim they make. You know, <clears throat> don't never feel that you need to make that much. Because I, like I told on my earlier podcast, you always got to come to the conclusion. What would I do with $30,000 a month? What do I need it for? Unless you know what you need it for. Yeah, that's cool. If you need that much, that's different. But just to make it because they say you need to make it, then it comes. You're going to wind up going in debt or wind up losing it anyway or whatever. Or, you know, you're going to wind up falling in love with money. And I'm talking about the believer, too. Or you're going to be greedy and just keep looking and looking. And, you know, making more money can also keep you in more debt. Let me say that again. Making more money when it comes to thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 can also keep you in more debt. Because if you're a person that likes a lot of toys and benefits, you're going to stay in debt. If you just want to make that much to buy a fancy car, to have all the little women that you can get for free anyway, a lot of women that come around you with like when you when you make a lot of money. If you're looking for those type of freaks, that's easy. Just start making a lot of money or lying about money. They'll come around. That's that's easy, you know. You know, it's a lot of ways to make yourself look wealthy and stuff like that. But if you are making that for that reason, majority of the time you're gonna go in debt. Because you're going to overspend that $30,000 a month. You're going to overspend that $50,000 a month. You're going to overspend that $60,000 a month. Because you got, <clears throat> you got a very greedy, needy habit that you do not need. You're beyond your needs now. You're into just wants and impressions. You're being pressed. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologists recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost water gel facial moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd. Only at BJ's. You don't try to impress people. It's beyond impressing yourself now. You're trying to impress people. 
So that's why it's a lot of rich people right now just miserable. They're not happy. And a lot of them is dead. Nobody knew Michael Jackson was in that much debt. MC Hammer and a lot of stuff was in that much debt. Many people just thought they were still sitting on money. Now, these people was in debt. They got islands and business, uh, not businesses, but land that's not even paid for. It's still owned by the state. It's just been on borrowed time. So in other words, this is that I want to get out of that. I want to, just want you to be careful. You got to know what your ceiling is, okay? Now, me, I'm going to just tell you about a few things. One thing that I am in is um, I'm and I'm training on uh, in, in real estate creative financing. That's what I like to do. And that's an interest for me, uh, real estate creative financing. Now, what does that mean? Real estate creative finance is just different ways to get property without your own money or little money. Whether it's tangible things like houses or dirt land or, uh, you know, stuff like that. Ways, ways of getting this like wholesaling and uh, lease options. This one, I'm in. I don't know a lot about a lot of them, but I have somewhat. I know the wholesaling part of it. Uh, uh, then they got lease options. Then they got seller financing. Then they got uh, uh, what they call those sub options or subject to when you just take it over people's payments and everything like that. It's many different things. We talked about the easiest way to get into real estate, bird dogging. I talked about that in a podcast or so ago. Bird dogging, or you can call it a property finder. That means someone will pay you to find a property finder, and there's different levels of pay on that. Some people might pay you $15 per property you find or $10 per property. Some people will pay you $100, you know, if you get a little more information. Some people will pay you maybe even three to 5000 if you just blah, blah, you know, very few. You get as much information and they don't have to, the less they have to do, and I'm talking about a legit cash buyer, the less a cash buyer that buy property has to do, the more they will pay you. The more they should pay you or the more you should, you should ask them to pay you because if you put that in, and I'm very fair. I'm very simple because I'm not I'm not all hung up and greedy on money. I know what I need for me and my fiance and stuff like that. And what I want, the house I want and stuff like that. I already know. So I'm very content with that. But uh, you should have a minimum and a maximum of what you think you're worth. Don't let them dictate what they think. They say you're worth because a lot of them try to beat you out. You let them know what you're worth. If you're doing all that work, you tell them, okay, I'm going to charge a thousand for this. I'm going to charge like me. I'm going to if I if I'm doing all this, getting all this information, all I just require is a thousand dollars finder's fee or bird dog fee or something like that. So it's just different ways when it comes to bird dog and property finding, where you can make some extra income. Okay, like that. Now, if you want to go a little further. And you want to replace your job because you can't replace your job on just bird dogging. If you want to replace your job uh, when it comes to real estate, you know, wholesaling. Now, what is wholesaling? The best way you, you can get the definition of wholesaling, I'm going to tell you a little bit, but you can get you can get all kind of teaching on wholesaling without paying. Do not pay nobody. I can even give you uh, a YouTube page to go to that does a whole wholesaling uh, training for free. And he could charge you a lot for this, but he does it. Him and his dad, it's a dad team. Their name is Zach and Rick Ginn. G-I-N-N. Zach and Rick Ginn. It's a father and son team, which is cool. Uh, Zach and Rick Ginn, they have a YouTube channel that they teach all different types of real estate for free. For free. Then you have another website, uh, Tom and Cindy Dumeyer. This is an older couple. They probably in their late 60s or something like that, 70s. Little sweet couple. Tom and Cindy, I think Dumeyer, also on YouTube. You can look those people up. They do training for free. But I, you can get more more training from Zach and uh, Rick again, you know. Well, father and son. So I say Rick and Zach because Rick is the old. He's the father. So I like to give respectful to the dad. Rick and Zach Ginn, G-I-A-N, that will teach you wholesaling for free. Now, let me give you a little definition of wholesaling. Wholesaling is this. It's, it's a little higher than bird dogging. Wholesaling is when you go out there 
and you are scouting for properties, mainly distressed properties and stuff like that, vacant properties. What do you mean by vacant properties? You can find them everywhere. Vacant properties, that grass, that boarded up or whatever. They've been through something. They've been through, they've been through you know, tough H-E-L-L, you know, vacant houses or distressed houses or people that want to sell their houses because they're behind or they're upside down or they're mortgage or different things like that. Mainly, when it comes to wholesaling, you're trying to find a motivated seller. And I'm going to get to you, explain to what a motivated seller is in my eyes because it's getting, it gets played out of proportion. You find a motor seller, a seller that wants to sell their property or anyone that wants to sell their property. But the key is you're only the property, you're only going to buy the property property on a discount. Uh, they call it the 70% rule. Now what that means is if a I'm even numbers, if a property is being sold for a hundred thousand dollars, the seventy percent rule where wholesalers will try to buy the property from 70 cents, just say $100,000, you're going to try to get it for at least, what, $70,000, $70,000 after repair value. That's the ARV. That's the after repair value. That's what wholesaler, all investors never buy a listing price, what the seller is selling for, unless it's a really good uh, price. They're going to always go lowball and try to buy a property for a discount. Okay, now what a wholesaler does, just say I go out there and I negotiate with the seller, seller myself or such and such a price like that. I negotiate according to the 70 percent rule or whatever. I just throw some numbers out there and we negotiate. I wind up getting a property for seventy thousand or sixty thousand dollars. I'm not going to buy the property. I'm going to put it under a contract, a contract that we called a signed contract. That that means you're not buying it. It's just the seller is assigning the contract over to you. And that seller gotta really be motivated. Okay? He's assigning uh the he or she is assigning that contract over to you. And you and you and, and you and they're giving you at least thirty days, or you giving them thirty days, sometimes forty five days, to find a buyer for the property. Now you negotiate your fee through that seventy thousand. You got to uh, include the repair cost, whatever the repair cost is, whatever. Like like, like I said, you can look a lot of this stuff on YouTube. You can find it at a break it down. It's worth if you're interested in the real estate wholesaling. You, um, the, AR, the ARV is always at the repair value. If the house was uh, $100,000 sold and it has uh, $20,000 $20, in repair that's needed or $30,000, the house would be worth maybe $120,000 after ARV. I'm just trying to make it basic. In other words, whenever you put some money in a property and bring it up to date, whatever the median cost of that property is, that's what it's going to sell for. That's called uh, after repair value of a house. And that's what a lot of investors and rehabbers and contractors look at. The after repair repair value after repairs. That's a big key when you're trying to sell it to a cash buyer. They look at all that. So how do they find it? They go through different comps. What does comps mean? Comps mean you comparing the house that you are assigning to other properties, whether it's a three bedroom, two bedroom, two bedroom, one bedroom, one and a half baths, whatever, et cetera, et cetera. Different basements, uh, the square footage and everything like that. You comparing it. It ain't got to be perfect, but you comparing that to other houses, how you will come up with your price of the ARV or what the, because an important thing is to a, a cash buyer, to a, an investor, is how much the property will be worth when it's repaired. It depends how much repair needs to be done to it. That's how they're going to make their profit when they resell it. So I'm the middleman. When I'm, what I do, all I'm doing is assigning the contract at a discount price. It has to be at a discount price according to the 70% rule. It has to be a discount price. And I will sell, I'm allowed now to sell that contract to a cash buyer at a higher, just say, if I got the property for $70,000, 
I can sell it to a cash buyer for $80,000. That extra $10,000 will be my fee. Now, I'm just talking, I'm just throwing numbers out there. That extra $10,000 will be my fee. I don't expect you to get this right off the bat. Some of you know about it and some of you heard about it, but you can look this up. The extra $10,000 would be my fee. So if I bought for $70,000, I sell it to the a cash buyer for $80,000. We go to the title company. I get my $10,000. He get his deal. And then he add the repairs to that and blah, 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 and go from there and everything like that. And then, you know, you made you 10000 or you could be very, I'm very, I'm very simple on what I need to make. I don't need to make a lot. So I try to give the best deal that I can. I try to be fair to the seller and fair to the buyer. Not so much fair, but I try to be in a way so I can keep getting a buyer if I'm going to do this. Just say I just want 5000 See, that way that buyer, I can always use that cash. But I say, I'll just, I'll just take 5000 No, I can take 10000 But just say, no, I'll take 5 for now. Next time it might be 10 But I'll take 5 So I can just get out of it real fast to see how I negotiate that. So you don't have to be greedy. Some people may say be greedy. Just anything over 5 anything, a minimum of 5000 It depends on the deal. Now, if it's like $500,000, $600,000, yeah, I'll take about ten to 15000 if that pocket is open. You know, for me to do that, but I would still be. I always make a good deal for the buyer. <laughs> that way, I will always have buyers when I do get this kicking in. You understand what I'm saying? But my point is, that's wholesaling. You buying the house for a discount, you get it assigned over to you, and you selling it to a cash buyer for a profit. That's all you're doing. You selling it to a cash buyer for a profit. Want to look more? Just go to YouTube or Google. I look at the definitions of a wholesale deal. That that they break it down to you. You know, once you you know, I'm not going to say it's simple, but you'll you'll get more of a definition of that. I don't like to call things simple until somebody get it. Everybody's not going to get it. Some people just don't catch on. It took me a while because I'm slow in getting things. Sometimes some things I'm fast, but it depends on the person. So you know, it depends. So that's wholesaling. Other ways of getting houses is lease options. Another way is owner financing. You, the owner will finance the property down to you. Now, basically, owner financing, you're going to come up with a down payment, but a lot of times it don't have to be your money either. You can use OPM, other people's money, ways to do down payments, you know. And so a lot of these things you can do without using your Now, you're going to use money, but it don't have to be your money. That's the point. Yes, it does take money to invest in real estate, but it don't have to be your money. You know, you don't have to use your money. If there's a deal out there, you don't have to use your money. Because you got private lenders, you got hard money lenders, you know. Forget the traditional banks. No, no, traditional banks. Don't land, don't loan on no ugly apartments or houses and all like that. Only uh, private lenders and hard money lenders and cash buyers or something like that. But that's wholesaling. They buy all houses and property and land wholesale. Never for the listing price. If a, a price is listed on a uh, MLS, MLS is an acronym for multiple listing uh, site, which agents use, real estate agents do when they they, they just list in a property. Uh, investor don't mess with them too much because they uh they don't they usually want the full price. An investor is not going to pay a full price. A vest investor is not going to pay a full price. They're never going to pay a listing price. I don't care how much you think your house is worth because most house sellers sell their house more than what it's worth because they don't do their own comps. They don't look at houses around. Now, if you're going to sell your house for $150,000 and then I go and I go to Zillow or I go to Redfin or I go to Trulia and I look at the comparison, the, which, uh, how much was the last houses that sold within the last 30 days or the last few months. And I see that the, the same type of house that you're offering for 155, for 50,000 in your neighborhood, you know, one of them just got sold for 80000 Another one got sold for 90000 Another one got sold for 100000 Why would I pay you 150 thousand? Why the, the other houses got sold for much less? So why would I? I don't care how much you put on it. Then you have to look at the square footage. That could make a, a, a tweak or a difference in the price of a house. But either way it go, 
you don't pay the listing price. An investor does not pay a listing price. That's the thing about wholesaling. It's not traditional uh, listing selling because a, a person that's looking for a house to live in, a traditional buyer, will usually always overpay for a house because they don't know no better. They will always overpay. They just want a nice, decent house, which is nothing wrong with that. But they're usually going to always overpay. But an investor, you know, uh, is trained to look at those different things, and they're going to pr- they're only going to pay what they think the house is worth compared to other comps and stuff like that. So it don't go one, two, three like that all the time. But that's the basic look of wholesaling. Okay, so basically, that's what I I'm interested in creative financing. And the goal is to that is to make. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy. Eventually, with replacement blades just ten cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase. And no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. An extra five here and whatever like that, as in thousand and stuff like that. And it can be done. But it's not one, two, three like that. It's, it takes some sweat equity. You got the market. You have to do different things. And when you get that assigned contract, or if and when you get it, just say when you get it. You got to learn how to... Get it out there, present it to cash buyers. You have to learn how to market it, you know, stuff. You, you're not allowed to just put pictures around everywhere. You're not supposed to because you're not a real estate agent and you're not a real estate broker, okay? So you can't do all that or you'd be violating certain laws and you can get in trouble. So here in Chicago, you're only allowed to do one wholesale deal per year. Their law here in Illinois, you're only allowed to do one wholesale deal per year, but you can do all the other things like seller financing, uh, lease options. Now, the reason wholesaling, they're strict on wholesaling. The only way you can do wholesaling is if you have a real estate license or you are a realtor or a broker. And I'm not interested in uh, being a realtor or agent, nothing like that, you know. I'm not interested in that. So I will only be able to do a wholesale deal one time in Chicago, but I can refer Somebody that has something under contract to a cash buyer, if I have a cash buyer, I can do that. My hands is not in it, but I can refer a cash buyer to a seller. I can do that, you know, when it comes to if they have a a signed contract. All the contracts are by law. You can assign something to someone as long as long as does not as long as the contract does not say otherwise you can assign for what i heard you can assign a contract a seller can assign a contract to you as long as the contract does not say you cannot do it and most contracts don't so you can't assign it. For what I heard, is something like that. You can, you are allowed, a seller is allowed to assign a contract to a buyer. Just say, if I wanted to get assigned a contract, you must have the right contract. You must know your laws of your city and state as well. You know, so Chicago is strict on wholesaling, but it's okay with everything else. So my, my, my uh, wholesaler would basically be in any other state. So I like to, uh, right now, I just want to try to get into Indiana, Northwest Indiana, or some parts of Indianapolis. That way I can I can assign a contract there because they are more wholesale friendly in Indiana or Indianapolis or other states like that, Alabama, whatever like that. Oklahoma is strict too, just like Chicago. You cannot do no wholesaling there. But the majority of the states you can. So that's the good thing about wholesaling, but it takes time. It takes work. It's not, it's not, it's easy concept, but you know, the seller has to be motivated. The seller has to be motivated to sell their property for a discount. They have to be motivated. You cannot be tricking them or trying to scheme on the property. I'm not, I'm not into that. I know some of them do. I would never do a seller like that. Never try to scheme or lowball a seller or anything like that. You talk to them. You, you, they know what. Usually, they know what they need. You don't want to get caught up in their wants. You want to know what they need over their wants. 
that's the main thing. You can find out if a seller is motivated or not by asking questions that usually will tell you. Or you going, you looking at the house yourself. Whatever damage you see to a house they're selling, you find whatever damage in that house and you deduct that from that sale and you bring it to them why you cannot buy that because if it's plumbing problems you didn't know nothing about, or if it's electric, I'm talking about major problems, electrical problems, or the roofing is caved in, or the foundation, you know, you're not going to pay that price anyway. So you try to deduct that if you still want that property, and you know, a cash buyer or a contractor that's willing to put their money in if they're going to make a profit. First of all, uh, the property. First of all, the property must be ideal. Second of all, the seller must be. Very motivated, not just motivated, but very motivated to sell. Very of all, you must be patient. You must learn how to eyeball things, look at things, because some, most properties is the heart of a seller. It might have been a family area, uh, a family property or anything like that. They're more attached to it. Then you run into that seller that want to get rid of that property, and it's a pretty decent property. Those are the ones you want to talk to because they just, they just needs the cash to get out of it, or they don't need the cash. They just don't want no property. They just want to get rid of that property. They don't know what to do with it. Those are the ones you want to talk to. So that's when it comes to wholesaling. So motiv- very motivated sellers is the key to making some extra income, you know, and real estate when it comes to creative financing. There's so many ways to make money and extra income when it comes to real estate. Beyond the traditional, just bad wholesalers like myself, or investors never buy retail. Never buy retail. So I was hoping that's why I would go out there and look for distressed homes. Distressed homes. It doesn't matter about the age. Now, if you go into the prettier homes, we like to call them ugly homes compared to the prettier homes. So if you go, but if you go into the prettier homes, then you do have to be more creative, you know, uh, of trying to, you know, get the property. That's when lease options, which I'm not going to get into, you can look that up on YouTube or seller financing. You also much, you can look that up on YouTube because I'm not here to teach those. Those go deeper into details, which I'm still learning that myself. But I know a little bit more of wholesaling because I've been doing that, you know, or off and on over 10 years or learning about it anyway. You know, so, all right, that's what I'm doing. That's real estate, creative financing. That's my niche, what I'm into. Now, I'm into thinking about other things as well. And it's also another way to make money in uh, real estate is uh, buying and flipping land, dirt land. It's a lot of land out there on sale now. You know, it's probably more easier, which it is more easier to make money off land. Probably not as much as it is property, a house when it comes to land. But I'm a, you can look into that. A lot of this stuff that I'm talking about, you can find on YouTube. Just watch out for the gurus. Don't be paying for this stuff. It's all free out there. Don't be paying no guru. They try to act like they're experts. They just know how to talk well and make it sound good. But if you do your own due diligence yourself, you can do those things. Okay, let's talk about something else. There's another niche out there. There's uh, ways to make money on Amazon. You probably heard about that. There's ways to make money on Amazon. You heard about Shopify. You know, it's no matter what you're trying to do to replace your job, now I'm talking to the ones that want to replace their jobs, there's different niches out there that you can do that, but if you just listen to gurus that make it sound like it's easy. Not only is it easy, it's going to take a work. It's going to take some, uh, like I like to call it, sweat equity. It's going to take some time, okay, to really get what you want to do and what I want to do. You want to be as good as anybody in your surrounding, in your neighborhood. You want to know as much as you can. See, you want to know as much as you can. And another thing, you want to always be honest and fair. You don't want to get caught into the niches and the low-balling people and stuff like that. You want to be, because my conscience, I was getting away. And I thank God that I have a conscience. Because if I didn't have a conscience, I'd probably have another, a lot of houses on the contract. Because I'll be conniving and bamboozling a lot of people, but I have a conscience. So I won't have as many properties because I'm too honest when it comes to that. I will not do what some other uh, investors are willing to do just to get a dollar. I'm not willing to do that. I don't, I don't sell out like that. 
You know, I consider myself somewhat God-fearing, and I'm going to be as honest and fair as I can because it's very easy to get caught up in that money game and the love of money, which is the root of all evil the Bible talks about. One of the number one roots of all evil, the love of money. You can see that's going on today. So I stay away from that. I would like to partner up with one or two people, male or female, it does not make any difference. Color does not make any difference. What ethnicity, it does not make any difference. If you know Spanish, that helps out more. If you have a decent credit score, because I don't, that'll help out more. I would like to partner with others, and the more people here you got, the more money you can make. So if you're interested in that, let me know and everything. I would like to partner. We can do things together, and we can make uh, some decent money together and everything. But you got to know your goal. You got to know your ceiling. That's not for me. You have to figure that out. I know mines. I know mines. But we can make move faster and do things faster with all our heads together and everything. And we don't have to use our money. If you got some money that's different, you don't need the money, but you know, we, we can, we can just do some things together. If we need, if I find a property and we can just sign things together when it comes to a loan, we have to find a cash buyer. If we, know, if we already got a cash buyer lined up and we find a property that that can be flipped over within 10, 15, 20 days and a cash buyer, we can make five, ten, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 that fast when it's two people together or three people. So if you have any interest in that, let me know. Leave a comment or whatever. If not, it's all right. I'm going to do what I do anyway. But, uh, you know, but it's just different ways. That's just real estate. You may not be interested in real estate. There's many other ways. Some people have their own ideas. But there's many other ways, niches and different stuff that you can make a few extra thousand dollars or you want to just replace your job. You can do that or make a few thousand dollars that you don't, uh, you don't have to quit your job or you don't have to find a part-time job. Uh, it's out there, okay? So I wanted to get that out there, all right? So that's my niche. So it is ways to make money out there. That was my niche for as real estate. That's what I'm doing. I will keep you up to date on how that is going. I will also do a, uh, a couple of live calls if you're interested on my show of me actually talking to somebody because I don't have a problem talking with no one. I don't have no problem negotiating with nobody, you know? That don't mean I'm not afraid. That don't mean I don't have a, a certain nervousness because it's just natural. But I don't have a problem communicating and talking with people like that because I'm just being me, you know. And I just, you know, a rapport is very important when you into real estate or any type. But I like face to face. I don't really like phone, you know. And I don't like a lot of cold calling and all them handcuffs and stuff like that. I can deal with it. But if I can get you face-to-face and everything, that's always an A-plus with me. You know, for I said, because I get the face, I get to look at the eyes, I get the eyes, I get to look at the body movements and the gestures and stuff like that. I get to know more if you are motivated or you're not motivated. And I know how to walk away or just try another uh, offer and everything. So it's I'd rather do face-to-face because I've been, I do that in ministry and everything like that. So I don't have a problem. I'd rather do face-to-face, you know, negotiating and talking to people. That's just me. Some people might like the phone. Some people might like mail or whatever like that. Some people are introverts. I, I can be both, but I can also be an extrovert more when it comes to something that's going to make some extra income or get somebody saved. I'd rather talk to you face-to-face, especially salvation, which I'm going to leave right, leave it with this. Before I get into this, the next thing we're going to be getting into <clears throat> is my second goal, physical health. Uh, we're going to talk about health, and I got a lot, I got a few things I want to talk about of, you know, improving our health and stuff like that, you know, uh, certain things eating wise and vitamins and stuff like that, which I'm doing right now. And this is, I'm doing pretty good on that aspect. I'm going to talk about that then. And then the last one will be the meat of it all. Spiritual strength, growing stronger, spiritual and the Lord. First, you have to be saved. That's the number one key, but growing strong, spiritual and the Lord. Those are my three goals. What I call the three S's, you know, <clears throat> Growing stronger spiritual, not three S's, but growing stronger spiritual, taking care of my health, getting better uh, physically, and doing better financially, okay? The SPF, I like to call it. I don't know why I said the three S's, but the SPF. The second one I'm going to start getting into next time in the future, it will be, you know, um, uh, physical aspects of bettering yourself, you know, for us, you know, 
eating and health and vitamins and stuff like that. And it's like, you, you're going to enjoy this as well because it's all of it is natural. I'm more moving towards the holistic, natural way of doing things. You know, the old way to doing things, studying a lot of medicines and, you know, potions and stuff like that. I'll be getting to that. But back to salvation. If you never accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior, this is the time to do it. Jesus will become your Lord, he'll become your Savior, and he will become your head. Head of what, Joe? Head of the body of Christ. Now, the only way for that to happen, you must be reconciled back to God. God reconciled himself back to us already, according to 2 Corinthians 5 and 18. God already took care of all sins 2,000 years ago, according to 2 Corinthians 5 and 19. Now, you just need to be reconciled back to God, okay? That way, when you're reconciled back to God, you have to be saved. And this is the way to be saved, according to 1 Corinthians 15, 1 and 4, of believing in the death, burial, resurrection of Jesus Christ. Once you believe that sincerely, once you believe that genuinely, I have a hard time saying that word, as many others, genuinely, you will be saved, Okay? So it has nothing to do with your sins. Now it has to do with your belief. This is a belief thing in the Son of God for Him to be your Lord, Savior, and your head, the head of the body of, of, of the body of Christ, which is the church today. Okay? So the way to be saved is believe that Jesus died, He was buried, and He rose again for your sins. That way, when you believe that, you will be saved. According to 1 Corinthians 15, 1 to four. I advise you to go to those scriptures, you know, to verify what I'm saying. Don't just listen to me. Verify those scriptures. Second Corinthians 5 and 18, Second Corinthians 5 and 19, and First Corinthians 15, 1 to 4. Those are hot Corinthian verses. We need to know and the newbie need to know about that for salvation. God bless you. Peace out. Love y'all. Hope you got something out of there. You have any comments, just leave comments or whatever. God bless you all. Peace out. Love you. Love out. Pee-wee. <laughs>know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions and it's because that occasional shave really hurts it's the time of year for big occasions and yet there he is suffering with that cheap drugstore razor let's help him out henson shavings line of razors built with aerospace precision deliver a smooth shave your dad brother and even son can enjoy eventually with replacement blades just 10 cents each you'll buy it once and they'll use it for life how's that for the perfect gift Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase. And no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday.